0: Tell me about your kids. Tell me about your kids is a conversation on connected parenting. Bonnie Harris talks to parents about their problems and struggles. Listen in. These conversations can be your support system in your day to day parenting journey. Welcome back to Tell Me About Your Kids. I'm Bonnie Harris, I am your host, and today I am continuing our tip series with tip number nine, the only three rules your family really needs. And I want to talk about rules because when we think in terms of rules, we, th- we necessarily set up the parent hierarchy Over the submissive child. This is, you have to do what I say. And I want to help you think differently about this. Of course, you are the authority in your family. Your job is to make sure that your children do things that they don't naturally want to do because they're kids. So that's why they live with us for 18 plus or minus years. It's important that they go to the doctor, that they go to school, that they get enough sleep, that they eat decent food. All of those things are important that we have to ensure happens for them. But I think we get a little too carried away and therefore exhausted and drained by the enormity of the job of parenting when we think that everything our child learns has to come from us, that we have to be teaching them all the time. That is not the case, because what they learn the very most from is watching. So let's start with the the three rules your family needs. And they are respect yourself, respect others, and respect property. And anything else that you would call a rule that does not fit under one of these is a wish on your part, is something that you want your child to do And therefore, it needs to be thought of in terms of making an agreement. Now, if you're talking about making sure that the rule is your children are uh, contained within a certain amount of space outside your house, right? That has to do with respecting themselves because they don't know yet what's safe and what's not safe right if you're saying it is not okay to go up that steep slide without an adult present that is a safety issue and a safety issue really has to do with respecting yourself when it comes to i i want certain things done at certain times of the day it's time for bed It's time to brush your teeth. It's dinner time. Um, I want you to help clean off the table. Uh, Load the dishwasher. Empty the dishwasher. Take out the trash. All of these things are not rules. They are agreements that you make with your children. And the more you involve your children in making these agreements the more engaged they're going to be and the more likely it will be that they will agree and follow these agreements. It's when we get into telling our kids what to do and how to do it and when to do it that we get the most resistance. Nobody, and I I really think this is true, and think about it for yourself. Nobody likes to be told what to do, right? It doesn't bode well when somebody is saying, you have to do this and you have to do it this way. Nobody likes that. And children are very much a part of that. They don't like to be told what to do, especially integrity children who really don't want to be told what to do and will not take no for an answer, those very strong-minded, intentional, kids who are very uh, demanding. They are the ones who really see through it the most. But it's true for all. So if you can think in terms of your parenting as not telling your kids what to do, but in fact saying what you want, this I find in my mind is a very, very simple way of establishing What you want and what you don't want, but is one of the hardest things for parents to do. It's very, very difficult for parents to say, I don't want this. I want this. I don't like it when this happens. This is okay with me. This is not okay with me. Those words are firm, clear, and direct. And that's what we want to be like with our children. We want them to get our firmness, to get what is important to us so that they learn to do the same for themselves. And especially integrity kids who don't want to be told what to do and who, who see through anything that is not just and fair and logical. They really, really insist on us parents as being fair and firm and logical and clear. That is what they respond to. They don't respond to being told, they don't respond to being criticized and judged for doing things in the way they want and not the way we want. Let's also talk about natural consequences here. Again, we do not allow our children to experience the natural consequences of their behavior a a great deal of the time. We interfere with them every time we set an arbitrary consequence, every time we say, If you don't do that, I'm going to take your phone away. Then the focus is on what do I have to do to get my phone back rather than experiencing what happens to the family members if I am staying out too late and not following through with an agreement we made about what time I should be home. We think in terms of agreements with other people in our lives. Why can't we do that with our children? Right? When little when siblings, not little, when siblings fight with each other, and one of them hurts the other, we immediately want to jump in and say, "You can't do that." How many times have I told you, "You this is not okay. You cannot hit." And we come down on the one who's done the more physical injury to the other. We don't see the provocation often from the one who's not so physical. But anyway, we don't allow, because as soon as we come in with that blame and that judgment and that criticism, that child who's done the hitting has to focus on himself. How do I how do I get out from being in trouble? Why am I always the one who's blamed? It's not my fault. I am going to get away from this and these kids necessarily climb behind their wall of defense. Well, she started it. She did this and you've got to understand why I'm right. All the while the natural consequence of that child's hit of his sister is lost. If the blame isn't there, then he can take in what his impulsive reaction ended up resulting in. You know, if his sister ended up crying or fell down and hit her head or got a cut or something, then don't you want your child to take that in? and see what his behavior wrought? Well, but we don't do that when we come in with criticism and blame right off the bat. Then they don't get the opportunity to take that in. If you have asked your child several times to do something for you, and she doesn't do it, she says, no, I don't want to do that or just ignores you, right? And then she comes to you and says, you've got to take me to band practice now, or you've got to take me to my friend's house. I believe the natural consequence of that is to say, you know what, I, I, that doesn't feel right to me. I don't feel good about doing that for you, after I asked you several times to do something for me, and that didn't happen. So when you take care of that, then let's talk about it. Natural consequences and modeling are the most important teachers our children will ever have. So natural consequences really allow children to see what their behavior intends. Modeling is how they see people acting in the world from which they decide what they think is right and how they're going to act in the world, right? So everything you say and do is teaching your child how to be in the world. Every single word that comes out of your mouth is your responsibility and creates a learning environment for your children. So Why is it that we think we have the right to talk to our children differently from how we expect them to talk to us? We need to be the responsible, respectful, thoughtful, kind person we want our children to become. Can you be respectful of your children even when you are angry about something? So when you say... Who do you think you are? How many times do I have to tell you? Why can't you ever listen? That's not being respectful. But if you say, I do not like to be called a name like that. I don't like to be spoken to like that. I don't want that behavior happening. I don't like it when this happens. That's being not only respectful of my child, but it's being respectful of myself. When you are judging your child, when you're directing your child, when you're saying you have to, you need to, that's not being respectful of your child, and it's not modeling self-respect. When I can say, I don't like that, I don't want that to happen. That's showing respect for myself as well as teaching my child what's okay with me and what's not okay with me. It's very different from judging their behavior. Punitive reactions to misbehavior do nothing to teach responsibility. Punishment or the way we call it today, consequences, meaning anything but natural consequences, consequences that I choose, right? If you don't do this, then I'm going to do that. Those kinds of punitive reactions teach children to either behave out of fear or behave badly out of defense. Punitive reactions to misbehavior only provoke fear and anger in children, which creates internal stress and therefore more misbehavior. Punitive reactions send the message, you're not okay with me. Not I don't like this, but you're not okay with me, which wreaks havoc with our child's self-esteem and just expands on stress and anxiety. And then that child has to start to focus more and more on what others think and want them to do. If they are, specifically if they're harmony children, they can become real people pleasers, or integrity children might turn into real fighters and resistors. So what we want to do is allow our children to develop their own intrinsic motivation to do the right thing. And we do that when we model for them what is the right thing and the wrong thing for us. This doesn't feel right to me, Or I am feeling really sad and upset about such and such. Sharing honest feelings, sharing what's going on in your world and how you feel about it is all a way of showing self-respect and respecting the child as an important person in my world that I want to share this with. And then, of course, respecting property is making sure that a child cannot be violent against other people, against furniture, against uh, anything in their, you know, their room. So we give them what they can express violence toward. Take this stick and hit this tree. Show me how mad you are. Punch this pillow. We want to give them the opportunity to express that anger and that need, but not on something that is valuable to you. So respect yourself, respect others, respect property. Allow your children to experience the natural consequences of their actions as much as you possibly can, which means... Stepping back, which means taking time, which means waiting until after the moment, and taking responsibility for everything you say and do as the most important model your child will ever have for how to be in the world. Thanks for listening. I'm Bonnie Harris. If you're curious to learn more or would like to talk to me personally, check out my website, bonnieharris.com, where you can also find my books, When Your Kids Push Your Buttons, and Confident Parents Remarkable Kids. There are also links in the liner notes. And please subscribe to Tell Me About Your Kids on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell Me About Your Kids is produced and scored by Echo Finch.